I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Wednesday, January 25th, 2023, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Okay, so Jay, Oscar nominations are out, and there have been 11 nominations. The top picture was 11 nominations for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. It's the most of any film for this year, followed by The Banshees of Minasheeran and All Quiet on the Western Front. Have you seen any of these movies, Jay? I know the answer should be yes, but in fact, the answer is no. My film-going career has taken a hit since COVID, and certainly since I've had children. We used to go see two, three movies a weekend, but that is long gone. What about you? Jay, I have to strongly recommend that you see everything, everywhere, all at once. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen. It deserves every nomination. I think it should get the best picture. I'm sure it won't, because there's probably some like rigging going on, but it really was. It's a great film. I can't even explain it. There's just it's so creative and interesting. It's a strong endorsement, a peak endorsement for to see everything everywhere all at once. It's a great film. So with your endorsement, if I see it, can I send you the receipt for a reimbursement? You know what, Jay? In this instance, I'll let you do that. I'll pay for you. I'll pay for you to go, you know what, and bring the whole family. I think it's important they see it too. You'll get the bill. <laughs> Brett, aside from everything everywhere all at once and Oscar nominations, what do we have for Peak Bells today? For our first story, employee ownership. For our second story, facial recognition is booming. And for our last story, there are changes in Ukraine's government. For our first story, a new lobby group wants Canada to embrace the idea of employee-owned businesses. Brett, how is this any different from how companies are currently structured? Well, it's a good question. And first of all, we need to give a shout out to peak pal Dan Skilleter, who is really leading the charge behind this. But the Canadian Employee Ownership Coalition is pushing the federal government to change the tax code to let employee ownership trusts buy companies on behalf of their employees. Loans for the purchases will be paid down over time with the company's earnings. Business owners who agree to sell to employees would get a sweet deal on taxes while employees wouldn't be on the hook themselves for financing. Countries like the UK and the US have encouraged employee ownership with successful results. Britain's model in which employee owners get an annual tax-free bonus of up to 3,600 pounds, that's about 6,000 Canadian, saw almost 500 EOTs set up in the 12 months leading up to last September. In the US, employees are allowed to accumulate shares over time, and some have actually retired with millions in their company's stock. And here's why it matters. Encouraging the rise of employee-owned businesses could be a win-win for retirement-age business owners without a clear succession plan and for workers who see owning a small piece of a business as a lucrative earning opportunity in today's tough economic environment. In 2018, Brett, more than two-thirds of private businesses in Canada were owned by people 45 years of age or older. That's a huge opportunity ahead as more owners approach retirement in the coming years. And the idea already has a lot of support. A survey last year found that six in 10 small business owners liked the EOT employee-owned trust model. And the Canadian Employee Ownership Coalition's members include big names like BMO, Commercial Bank, and the Juno College of Technology. Now, what's next? Major political parties signaled last year that they were open to to the EOT idea and the CEOC's pressure could push them to act as the 2023 spring budget approaches. Pals for our second story, China's manufacturing sector. Well, we talked about that yesterday. It may be slowing, but here's what's not. Its facial recognition industry is booming. Jay, how are companies and, you know, unfortunately, governments tracking our face, Jay? Many, many ways. But recent infrastructure projects supported by artificial intelligence, you know, read like smart cities with surveillance capabilities, have catapulted China into becoming a global leader in exporting facial recognition tech, according to a Brookings Institution study. And this really matters because the rise of facial recognition 
recognition in the public domain has generated concerns over more unsavory uses, given its increasing use by police departments and companies like Clearview AI that sell tools that connect surveillance camera footage to online identities. These technologies, according to a Martin Baraha, who's an MIT economist, he told Wired, quote unquote, may kind of flip countries to become more autocratic when they could become more democratic. That's pretty dire, Brett. Yeah, indeed. Well, and the problem in the eyes of the U.S. seems to be less about actually the rising and questionable use of facial recognition. The U.S. currently has no national standards that restrict or limit its use and more about who controls a greater share of the global market. In recent years, U.S. lawmakers and presidents have generally expressed concern that China is gaining an edge in artificial intelligence. This, according to the same story on Wired. Now, next, the West, particularly the U.S., has gone to great lengths to undermine the use of Chinese technology worldwide, including the ban on Huawei's 5G technology and a Chinese chip embargo, taking it one step further could rule out facial recognition as well. Brett, for our third and final story today, as Ukraine gears up for what's been called a pivotal moment in its war with Russia, President Vladimir Zelensky has suddenly dealing with newfound problems at home. Yeah, here's what's happening. So six top Ukrainian officials and five governors of frontline regions have either resigned or been removed from their positions as Zelensky looks to clean house in response to emerging corruption allegations. Though no official reason was given for most of the resignations and removals, some explanations are pretty self-evident, Brett. The governor of, and I'm going to say this wrong, but I'm going to give it my best shot here, Dnepropresk Tuff resigned after he was accused of siphoning over $40 million in government contract money to give to associates and his girlfriend. The deputy defense minister stepped down after a newspaper reportedly accused the military of overpaying for food services, a claim the defense ministry has since denied. And the deputy infrastructure minister was sacked after his arrest on charges of embezzling about $400,000 from a government contract intended to buy generators. And it matters because the scandals come at an inopportune time for Ukraine as it seeks to accrue more aid and weapons to stage a counteroffensive against Russian attacks. As Western nations debate how much help they can continue to give Ukraine, allegations of fiscal imprudence could cause allies to think twice about what they send, potentially affecting recent requests for tanks, for example. That's right. Poland officially asked Germany permission to send Ukraine German-made Leopard 2 tanks yesterday, something Germany has been reticent to allow, though as of right now, it looks likely it will approve the request. And here's the bottom line, Brett. By nipping the issue in the bud and purging wrongdoers, Zelensky hopes to keep foreign aid rolling in and show that a few bad apples won't spoil the bunch. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thanks, Brett. Have a good day, Peak Pals. And Brett, I'm off to see the movies. You're going to love it. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Everyone's got to see it. I'll give a review on this podcast. Have a good one. You too.